All right, Dan, it is our Oscar podcast. Anything that can go wrong has gone wrong. So so why don't we talk about uh, all the things that have gone wrong? Uh, no, so we're going to, if you've been with us before, we go through, we have a bet normally this year, Dan's legal name is being changed. We're going to decide, the winner decides his middle name. It's very exciting. This is a 100% real bet. Yes, this is a thing that we're going to do. Um, the stakes have never been higher and the race has never been closer. Glenn, closer. You're just happy we had to restart because you could do that joke now. Uh, so yeah, Dan, we're going to run through a lot of the categories that aren't as much our focus and you put it really well. This is not to say these are not important categories. We just have, I think every single person who attends the, uh, who attends, who views the Oscars has a different expectation, has a different goal, and is looking for different things. Yeah, so don't let our laissez-faire attitude about things like sound mixing or best uh, live-action short film make you think that they're not important categories. In fact, the technical ones and the short films especially are some of the most valuable tools and categories, I should say, for people breaking into the industry, trying to take their career to the next level. Um, obviously, if an actor wins an Oscar, they will work forever. But for a director, for a writer, the short films really do matter. So don't let the fact that we blaze through them and don't really know much about them make you think they're not worth seeing. Maybe we just didn't have time this year. Get off our back, listener. Quaventine Wallace is listening to this podcast somewhere and saying, I'm going to work forever, you say? <laughs> If you want to. Oh, wait, to. she wasn't, she didn't win. She didn't win. So yeah. there you go. A nomination's a boost. You win an Oscar, you you will work forever. <laughs> You're in luck, Sam Rockwell. I know you were worried. All mm -hmm. right. So Dan, how about I do three, you do three as far as that goes? Great. Sound great? Fire All right. Away. We're going to start with costume design. We've got the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. We've got Black Panther. We've got the Favorite. We've got Mary Poppins Returns. And we've got Mary Queen of Scots. I think the favorite's going to win. As do I. Uh, as you said one other time, this could be a Black Panther upset, but they do like those period pieces. Now we've got makeup and hairstyling. We've got Border. We've got Mary, Queen of Scots. And we've got Vice. If you can make Christian Bale look like Dick Cheney, you've probably got it in the bag, right, Adair? <laughs> right. That's definitely not something I said earlier today. Right? We haven't talked about this at all. <laughs> nope. This is not the... For, this is the first time we're doing it. Yes, this is the first time. All right. Uh, so, yeah, so we're we're two for two on this. And then we've got production design. We've got Black Panther. We've got The Favorite. We've got First Man. We've got Mary Poppins Returns. And we've got Roma. Again, having not spoken, I think we can read each other's minds and say Mary Poppins Mary Returns. Mary Poppins Returns, yeah. Uh, why, was I, why was I rushing it? I knew where it was going. Uh, all right, Dan, can you... Sound us off with visual effects, and I'm saying visual effects. <laughs> <laughs> visual effects. We've got Avengers Infinity War, Christopher Robin, First Man, Ready Player One, and Solo, a Star Wars story. I think it's going to be Ready Player One for the uh, the Stephen King homage, 100%. And I think it's going to be Avengers Infinity War for Josh Brolin's motion capture work. Because he looked awful in the first Avengers movie woof, when it woof. wasn't really him. And yeah. also in Guardians of the Galaxy. Not mm -hmm. great. Um, all right. Cinematography. We have A Star is Born, Cold War, The Favorite, Never Look Away, and Roma. 
I'm going Roma. I'm going Roma. You go Roma or you go Homa. Oh, I like that. (laughs) I think we have a title. Go. Uh, Have you seen Roma? (laughs) I'm going to. Same. It's like a whole thing. It's like when people are like, have you seen Moonlight? And they're like, eh, it's like a whole thing. It's a whole thing. (laughs) Uh, We got sound mixing. Um, Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody, First Man, Roma, again, and A Star is Born. I'm going Bohemian Rhapsody because I see a little silhouette of a man. I'm going to follow you there, Scaramouche. Oh, can that be my nickname? I'd it can be that. your nickname. I'm going to call you Scaramouche from now on. What's up, Scaramouche? All right. Sounds great. Okay. I have to see. Ours are different, and so yours is kind of all over the place from where mine is. So let's do sound editing. We've got Black <laughs> Panther. We've got Bohemian Rhapsody. We've got Quiet Place. We've got... Uh, uh, we've got First Man and we've got Roma. I'm going to go for sound editing, a thing with very little sound, A Quiet Place. And I will say, shh, A Quiet Place too. Oh, there's a sequel? Ooh, exciting. The Quietening. Alrighty. All I... right. I know it's still my turn. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and then we've got film editing. We've got Black Klansman. We've got Bohemian Rhapsody. We've got The Favorite. We've got Green Book. And we've got Vice. You know, I'm thinking this is going to be the first category that you and I disagree on and I'm going to say it's going to be Bohemian Rhapsody. What are you going to say, Dan? I think they want to uh, give a tip of the Kangle hat to Spike Lee. Um, did I say Kangle? Yeah. I, I Kanga. Kanga. Kanga hat. Yeah, it sounded like you were talking about a stretch for your forehead. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. The <laughs> Black Klansman. All right. That's great. And then we're going to flip on over to foreign language film. We've got I'm going to pronounce these all, uh, some of these wrong. Capernaum, Cold War, Never Look Away, Roma, and Shoplifters. Dan, do you have any feelings about Roma being nominated for both foreign la- Best Foreign Language Film and Best Picture? Do I? Uh, I think that every so often the Academy really likes a movie. Roma is definitely a movie they really like. It's got a great story behind it. The story of the movie is probably more important than the actual plot of the film the story of how it got made what they went through they love that movie so and the fact that the director of cold war is also nominated for best director tells me that they love that movie too so it's a two-horse race on this one i think cold war is going to win and they're going to save roma for another category all right and i agree with you let's uh, go on it's your turn dan give oh, me some of them give me Noms. some of them uh, let's let's switch things over and look at documentary feature. We have for documentary feature, Free Solo, Hail Country This Morning, This Evening, Minding the Gap of Fathers and Sons, R-B-G. Now with well, the- I think your enunciation says it all. Right. Uh, I, I have to go with RBG, especially with the omission, the glaring omission of Won't You Be My Neighbor. Which made me cry like a child. The fact that it was omitted or the movie itself? Um, both. <laughs> Documentary short subject. We've got A Night at the Garden, Black Sheep, Endgame, Lifeboat, period. End of sentence. Okay, I get it. You're done reading the category. No, period. Yeah. End of sentence. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm going gonna, black sheep. I'm going endgame. Huzzah. All, All right. right. I think, it, is it my turn now or is it your turn still? I'll do one more. Okay, cool. Short film, live action. We have Detainment, Fav, 
Marguerite, mother and skin. Detainment. Mother. <laughs> so are we telling a story, each using one word? Exactly. Mother was detained. Uh, all right, so so we're going short film animated. We've got animal behavior. We've got bow. We've got late afternoon. We've got one small step, and we've got weekends. I, uh, I'm i going to just go out on a limb, and I think because Pixar, I do not think is going to get the best animated feature, which is sort of an upset for them, probably. I think they will definitely be getting bow. It's also very cute, and they tend to do very well with those shorts. I, I, I feel like it's rare that they don't win. I hope when... Uh... Bow wins that whoever accepts the award will say bow chicka bow wow see i was thinking like uh they'd be like bow wow wow or maybe they'll um, get up and take a bow mm, yes <laughs> we're having fun guys the we oscars are. are a hoot <laughs> we are <laughs> and it's funny because each time you record you just get better <laughs> right <laughs> all right so let's talk about music original score now we're we're in we're in unknown territory now, uh, so we've got Black Plan uh, Black Panther Black Klansman If Beale Street Could Talk Isle of Dogs and Mary Poppins Returns, and I think Black Panther could could get it. I think it, I think it's possible, but I think honestly they're gonna they're gonna go with the child at heart and do if Mary uh, they're gonna do if Mary Poppins returns if Mary Poppins <laughs> returns Isle of Black Klansman. <laughs> yep, uh, I'm going with Mary Poppins returns. What about you, Dan? I'm going with Black Panther. Ooh, ooh, upsets. All right, and then music original song. All the stars for Black Panther. I'll fight for RBG. The place where lost things go. Mary Poppins returns. Shallow. A star is born. And when a cowboy trades his spurs for wings, the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. I will say I think it is shallow. I don't really think there's going to be much other A Star is Born. I think originally when A Star is Born came out, everyone was like, it's going to sweep the Oscars. I don't really think it's going to anymore, but I do think Shallow is going to win Best Original Song. What about you, Dan? Agreed. It was the It's the undisputed highlight of that film. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think it gives Lady Gaga her due and her chance to give an acceptance speech while the Academy has said, hey, you're nominated for actress. We appreciate you. Keep working. You're not going to win it your first go around, especially in a race against Glenn Close. Like, just accept where you are on the totem pole at this moment. Yes, and I think that's accurate. As much as I really kind of thought this at first was going to be Bradley Cooper's year, I unfortunately don't think that's gonna that's gonna be really the case. And I mean, him not being nominated, I don't. Yeah, he's not nominated as best director, is he? Uh, no, he is. No, not. he wasn't. Yeah, which I think like was sort of a surprise for people. But I think that's that's kind of part of it is just them saying like, you know, it's a, it's a it's a good film, but I think it was it's a little top heavy. Yeah, I think. The fact that he's nominated for actor is them saying, we really do appreciate your work and think you did something special. The fact that he's not nominated for director, I think is a signal from the Academy saying, hey, good movie, but, you know, let's see what else you got. Give us, a, give us another film. I think Bradley Cooper has a good directorial eye. I think it's no mistake that he um is following a similar career trajectory as clint eastwood mm -hmm. i think he has the potential to be a clint eastwood um but i think he's just not there yet yes i agree 
Uh, all right, Dan, your turn. All right. Let's look at uh, animated feature. We've got Incredibles 2, Isle of Dogs, Mirai, Ralph Breaks the Internet, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I mean, I I think that we are both in complete agreement that Ralph Breaks the Internet was just the most phenomenal thing we've we've seen this year. I love product placement the movie. Yes. Yes. Uh I think I think I think we're in agreement as to what should should and will win. I agree. With a uh, great film comes great Oscar gold. Yeah, there you go. Uh yeah. if you really want to know our feelings about Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, which we are clearly thinking, you can go into our review our full spoiler filled review of spider-man into the spider-verse or you can look also at our review of the uh of the year in which i think we both ranked spider-man into the spider-verse as one of our favorite pieces of writing so uh fabulous fabulous film yeah enjoy enjoy all right dan all right since we are a writing podcast presumably somewhere along the line who knows um I want to go and go ahead and turn towards the acting, uh, acting and then end with uh, right. screenplays and best picture. Sound like yeah, a plan? That's, 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 that's actually, I'm glad you said it because I was thinking it. Perfect. So let's look at actor in a supporting role. We've got the one, the only Mahershala Ali, Adam Driver, Sam Elliott, Richard E. Grant, and Sam Rockwell. It's the Battle of the Sams. It's Sam's Club. Uh, So, Dan, I think that there could be an upset and Sam Elliott could win, but I do think this is uh, um, Mahershala Ali. Uh, I feel like he, I would love to see him in a a best actor role, but uh, he is, if you see him in a best supporting, you you tend to know, okay, here you go. Um, But I think there's a possibility of Sam Elliott for upset. Congrats to Adam Driver. Like he, he did a really good job and I'm really glad he's starting to get that acknowledgement. I really think he should have gotten a nomination for Patterson. Mm -hmm. But uh, I mean, the fact that this is, I think this is his first nom. That's awesome. But yeah, I think this will be Mahershala Ali. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, Again, we're going to deviate from from one another. I'm, Can I guess I, who you're going to say? Yeah, who do you think I'm going to say? I think you're going to say Sam Rockwell. I'm going to say Richard E. Grant. <gasps> oh, I did not see that coming. Real outside pick. So here's my here's my rationale. Uh, Mahershala Ali has an Oscar. I know. I don't think uh, this close to his previous win, he's going to get another one. Um, I think that... Adam Driver's nomination is huge for his career, but again, not quite there yet. Sam Rockwell won last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, the they are going in a similar direction as they are with uh, a lead actress. They want to reward someone for their career. It's either going to be Sam Elliott or Richard E. Grant, period. That's, that's what I think is going to happen. I could be totally wrong, but that's what I think is going to happen. And I think A Star is Born is going to get love elsewhere. I think Richard E. Grant uh, is is a real possibility. I think it's him or Sam Elliott. I'm going to roll the dice and say that we will get an upset here, and it'll go to Richard E. Grant. Okay. 
if that's what costs me this and you choose the middle name podcast for me, then... <laughs> I would never do that. I know. I, wa- I, I still am on that idea if I want to be able to call you Doc. Because I think that'd be a great name when you're a grandpa. Oh, that would be great. And they'd be like, what, they- what's he a doctor of? Being an asshole. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about Best Supporting Actress. Best Supporting Actress is going to be Amy Adams, Regina King, Emma Stone, Miranda de Tavira, Tavira, I think. Tavira and Rachel Weiss. I mean, it's tricky with them putting both the favorites in that category together. I think there's an outside chance for Marina de Tavira to win because of all the Roma love. I think she is really, she, this is her entrance into this, this bigger realm of filmmaking. Uh, But I do think it's going to be Regina King. Agreed. That's that's where Beale Street Good Talk is going to get its love. Yeah, so. I think that is. Uh, all right, Dan, let's talk about uh, actor in a leading role. We've got Christian Bale. We've got Bradley Cooper. We've got Willem Dafoe. We've got Rami Malek. And we've got Viggo Mortensen. I think uh, it's going to be Christian Bale. I think that while he does have an Oscar, it's been a minute. But it's uh, it's pretty, it's, it's quite the turn. It's quite the turn for him, so. It is. That end of uh, the movie kind of lost it for me. Uh, I'm going to say it's going to be Rami Malek. Fair enough. All right. Just so you know, if you're making a face, I can't see it because I'm I'm vigilantly checking my audio. Uh, I can see like your shoulder. Actually, hold on. I can make this easier on myself. There's Dan's pretty face. All right. There we go. We're all good now. Uh, all right. Actress in a leading role. Yalitza... Uh, Aparicio for Roma. We've got Glenn Close for The Wife. I, I don't know why I didn't read the movies last time. Sorry, guys. Olivia Coleman for The Favorite. Lady Gaga for A Star is Born. And Melissa McCarthy for Can You Ever Forgive Me? No, I can't. And that's why I'm not going to say you're winning. I'm going to go with Glenn Close. She has had an um, astounding career. And, I mean, if what you're saying is these are going to be Oscars for the uh, for the the entirety of their career and a, a nod of the cap for their entire for their entire filmography then I think Glenn Close is definitely the the win and I actually I watched The Wife last night and damn it subtlety be thy name and beautiful she's, she's incredible she's had and an a great incredible book incredible career and um I think Olivia Coleman Lady Gaga and Melissa McCarthy deserve their nominations and this is a career boost for all of them um, Yalitza, he does not think you deserved this no um i think that everyone in this category we've either got uh lady gaga or alicia are both these are this is we have arrived holy shit we want to recognize you olivia coleman and melissa mccarthy have been working for quite a while and this is raising their profile um, and legitimizing McCarthy as a serious actress. Yeah. Um, for Coleman, I think it's a really strong push going into her run on The Crown. Yes, uh, but very true. It's Glenn fucking close, guys. It, she's she's it, never she, won. She's never won, and it's the only thing that she that the wife is nominated for. The Academy has spoken. They have decided we are recognizing you. Yeah, for sure. And I think uh, I think very very outside chance on Olivia. Mm-hmm. If so, if Glenn does not win, right. but yes, I think this is this is Glenn's this is Glenn's year. Mm-hmm. Agreed. All right, 
Let's do director. We've we got... got. It's still mine. It's still mine. <laughs> you get all the fun ones. It's still mine. You go. You go, girl. Thank you. Uh, director Spike Lee for Black Klansman, Powell Powellikowski for Cold War, Yorgos Lenthimos for The Favorite, Alfonso Cuaron for Roma, and Adam McKay for Vice. Man, how 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 bad must Adam McKay feel for being the lone like white American? It's like, guys, it's really lonely over here. It's okay. He's got his hatred of the Bush administration to keep him warm. Um, he's like, I'm friends with some cool people. Yeah, he's like, hey guys, hey. Uh, I think, again, this is a hard one, wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. I would say yes. I think there's, there is, for all but one, I feel like there is something that I'm like, oh yeah, like obviously this this makes sense. Like, uh, th- this could be it. I, I don't think there's any clear winner, but I am saying Alfonso Cuaron is going to get it. As am I. I think right. when he is on, he's on. Mm-hmm. Screenplays, the thing that we really care about. Um, here's here's our meat of the discussion, guys. So let's do a will win, should win. All right. Just, so are we doing adapted or original right now? Let's do originale. We've got the favorite. First Reformed, Green Book, Roma, and Vice. All right. Well, first off, I'm going to say eighth grade should be in this category. Like, I am still pissed about this. And I'm going to say, like, eighth grade should have been in this category. Like, that for me, even if it wasn't going to win, like, I, which in this category, probably not the heaviest of hitters. But, yeah. I have great issue with that. Um, I would say I think you've made a good point about Roma being this this epic battle of love for this piece, but I don't think Roma or Vice are going to go into it. I think Vice is just kind of all over the place. I think it comes to a good point, but it and it's trying to be funny, and I get that. But where it's worked in other in other projects, it's just it's a little too all over the place for me. I think that Green Book has an outside chance, but I honestly do think The Favorite is going to win. Interesting. Um, I think that it has a really, it's a really interesting concept, and I think that there was a really, some really strong characters, and I think The Favorite will get that love. I think outside chance, Green Book, maybe Roma. I will, I will not deny that first reformed i don't have much intel on yeah i did not see first reformed i can't uh give an opinion on that i think um i think green book is going to win mm-hmm. um i think uh basically i have i have it flipped that the the yeah. favorite is the the outside or or could could or should um i don't think i think vice is nominated for the content and not the craft what yeah. I mean by that is they really like that this story was told and they liked raking Cheney over the coals. Um, but I don't think the craft of the actual screenplay is on the level that, and my omission, the one that I'm pissed isn't nominated is a quiet place. Oh uh, God. Yes. Agreed. What an Agreed. interesting, like looking at the physical document of this is our blueprint for how to make a movie. It is a fascinating read and very 
very well structured, takes a lot of risks, breaks format, breaks a bunch of rules that they're like, if you don't do that, um, then, uh, you know, your screenplay's not following the rules and people aren't going to read it. Like, they just thumb their nose at that shit. It's it's really nice. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, Dare, would you read the nominees for Adapted Screenplay? I can. Uh, writing for Best Adapted Screenplay, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, Black Klansman, Can You Ever Forgive Me, If Beale Street Could Talk, A Star Is Born. So A Star Is Born is exhausted at this point. And there's not a lot, uh, there's not really anything new here um, as far as like the story goes. It's still nominated, which is amazing to me. I mean, spoiler alert, how he dies changes. He doesn't walk into the ocean. Right. So that is different. But the actual, like the beat by beat structure of it is fairly similar. I, um, Hollywood will love the next remake of A Star is Born. (laughs) when who knows what that one's about i don't know becoming a youtube personality who knows um but uh the ballad of buster scruggs it's a cohen script Uh, if a cohen script is is out that year it's getting nominated the cohen brothers know how to write a goddamn movie um can you ever forgive me interesting story if beale street could talk poignant interesting story that they wanted to highlight but i think uh black klansman hits the trifecta for me of interesting story, respected, established writer, um, and lays out an execution that, uh, now obviously it's Spike Lee's own words, so it's easy for him to, you know, pull the trigger on that, but it it's a, it's a great blueprint for a movie. I agree. Uh, we are on the same page with this one. I have read the book as well, and so if you like, and it, so if you l- look at the book and what he has done, it's pretty. It's pretty cool, uh, and I have to say, like he's outlined it in a really interesting way. The end, I was sort of like, mm, okay, uh, but I mean, it's a it's a very interesting idea. And I think he laid it out really, really well. I don't think Black Klansman's getting a lot of love in the other categories. I don't think Spike Lee will take director. I don't think Adam Driver will take actor. I do think this is where they're going to give it to to them because it is a it is a well crafted film. And it was actually it was a very entertaining film, which is saying something when you are talking about you know the Klansmen, right? And it is a re- <laughs> it is a really interesting narrative because of that. So. I think there's something to be said with that, and I do think it will win uh, Best Adapted Screenplay. Mm-hmm. We've got the big one left. All right, here we are. Here we are. We're talking bla- uh, black picture. <laughs> We're talking yep. best picture. Um, we've got some of the usual suspects that we've had here uh, through all these categories with uh one one big surprise that we need to talk about. Not a big surprise, but a a wonderful inclusion. Um, mm-hmm. But we have A Star is Born, Black Klansman, Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book, Roma, and Vice. All right, let's talk about that surprise. Black Panther, you know? I know. We, uh, people campaigned well, I mean, for I kind it. of assumed it might happen with them trying to toy with doing a separate category mm-hmm. and people being like, shut it down. Yeah, that's uh, insane. Best popular movie. 
Or it's like, well, we don't think you have merit, but and I think it was. I mean, it says something about Black Panther that I'm pretty sure solely it was because of Black Panther because it had such an a rippling effect throughout popular culture, the com- the film community, it, like just the conversation of race culture. It united the social justice warrior progressive leanings of Academy voters and galvanized that with the incredible and unstoppable force that is Marvel fans. Yeah, like, I mean, it's it's amazing. The and reason it's they can have up to 10 films nominated is because of The Dark Knight, period. The snub of The Dark Knight, the next year they opened it up. But they have not been utilizing those additional spots to, like, give a fucking nomination to a comic book movie if it's really good and deserving. That's okay, Academy. You're not selling yourself. Don't snub it just because it's a comic book movie. Exactly. So we've got eight films nominated here. Black Panther deserves to be in there. Yes. That being said, it will not win. It will not win. The victory here is uh, a mainstream superhero film nominated for an Academy Award. That's huge. That's the win. Um, I think it's going to be probably another five to ten years before we see a comic book movie win Best Picture Oscar. It'll have to be a weak year all around, and the Academy voting demographics will have had to continue to shift. And it will definitely not be able to be like an, an Avengers film. It would be a side film. Like, it would be a Thor Ragnarok. It would be a Black Panther. It would, it would be, be something be a like sol- that. Yeah, a solo film or potentially... Something that breaks the mold, though, of the... It's, it would not be a John Favreau flick. Yeah, something that's... Uh, I, my prediction is that at some point in the near future, we're going to get an adaptation of, say, an image comic or a Vertigo title or a Dark Horse title that's mm. a comic book movie but maybe isn't a superhero film like uh, Road to Perdition um, or something like that. That's Lumberjanes. Uh, yeah, or um, I could see them doing... Um, they've done a motion comic adaptation but a full animated adaptation of Mouse. Mm. Something East of like West. That. East of West. Um I, I think that there's there's a lot of things that are comics that in the future could be adapted to take home a best picture win. A, a comic book superhero movie, we're going to have to get another Nolan-type moment. We're going to have to get another really oh, yeah. strong directorial voice taking a character in a f- new direction that uh, provides the Academy with the artistic cachet and Brian Singer is our it. man. <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> <sighs> oh, Brian Singer, you dummy. Um, oh, Brian Singer. We've 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 got we've we we in the future it's going to happen, guys. It's going to happen. It's not it happening this year. This film will be remembered for for this moment, but it's not going to be remembered for a win. Um, mm-hmm. l- likewise, um a Star is Born isn't going to win. Nope. Um, Bradley Cooper, you did a great job. We love you. Make another movie. This one just wasn't quite the right year, wasn't quite the right formula, didn't drop at quite the right time to really catapult it. But you can, you know, cry yourself to sleep with your nominations and your huge wad of cash from that film. And the beautiful <laughs> woman that is next to you. Yeah, so you'll you'll be all right. I think he'll be fine. Um, yep. And I think... Uh, I think this comes down to uh, Bohemian Rhapsody looked like it could have been 
uh, it until all the singer stuff reared its head again. Um, yeah, I don't think I don't think Hollywood is going to be okay with. Yeah, e- even if he he took himself off of it, I think they still it unfortunately is still tainted with yeah. that. Yeah, it's tainted. I think uh, we we what we have here is essentially a two horse race, in my opinion. I think Roma is the movie I believe is going to win with Green Book as the possible upset. Samesies. Samesies. We are very in line this year. You know, yeah. I I think that I think there's just a few upsets that we I think and mainly in the act uh, the actor categories are mm-hmm. our big upsets it seems. Yeah. Um and that like we genuinely have a feeling about it but uh yeah i mean i think i think it'll be really really interesting and i'm really excited to rename you um but dan i do have there's one last thing it's the oscars and then we can wrap this shit up so you can go and take care of some animals um because you're a good human sometimes hosts there has been so much controversy on hosts like what would you want as far as a host for the this year's Oscars to be? Ooh, interesting question. Yeah, um, I thought so. So obviously they've they've announced that there's not going to be a host, right? So it's going to be a jumble of different people, and that's great. That's interesting. Uh, that's cool. I think comedians are always a favorite because they're in the industry, but they're not necessarily an actor like billy crystal's the sweet spot of hosts as far oh as my the god i love billy crystal person you want um i mean i know you love uh you love uh seth MacFarlane though as well i do i'm you a seth guy um, modern day billy crystal i see him as um i see seth MacFarlane as a As far as type of person, I see Seth MacFarlane as a Mel Brooks. Not the mm-hmm. same caliber or the same sensibilities, but writer, director, actor, producer, uh, and song and dance man. He is he's this ne- he is this generation's Mel Brooks, I think, in a lot of ways. He can handle topics that others are afraid to do mm-hmm. um, and get away with it somehow. <laughs> um, he's, he's a holdover from... He hit right at the right time to establish his voice in such a way before culture and sensibilities changed enough for him to be taboo or X'd out. Like he gets away with certain things that others wouldn't. So that's I loved I loved him. Um, and I think another type like that would work well. Um, if I had it to redo, I think Kevin Hart was a good choice. I understand why they would go with him, but I think if you want to have a really good Oscar host that boosts your ratings, I think they picked um, fine with Kevin Hart. I think he could have done a really good job, but I think you could have done a really cool job with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I mean, and you've been, I'm sure, hearing about the fact that he was originally thought to be the host. Yeah. Um, and honestly, for me, since it is not nominated for Best Actor, Best Actress, Best Film, I think Emily Blunt and Lin-Manuel Miranda as a pairing would have been kind of fun as well. And you would get that song and dance number. And I mean, I think they're very quick and 
They both have some comedy chops. I think that could be really fun. But I think if we're not going on hosts, like if we're, I mean, obviously we're not going to have a host. I think an idea to give continuity to it is to do famous duos or really popular duos like to to show the spirit of the ensemble which I do feel it, it needs to be a bigger aspiration I think it needs to be and I think like with Roma and stuff like that it is all about like everyone who went into a labor of love and stuff like that and I think and Black Panther very similarly I think having pairings or groups that are ensembles and I mean really you could have Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin and Dolly Parton come on I mean like you could have these people that aren't necessarily film uh, like uh, they aren't necessarily film ensembles but they're they are ensembles that kind of bring a lot of love to us I mean uh you've got you've got a lot of those kinds of pairings you've got you know You're Meg Amy Ryan Poehler and Billy and Crystal, Crystal. Y- yeah. Y- yeah you've got yeah Meg Ryan and Billy Crystal is an excellent one. Or Tom um, Hanks. Um, Tom Hanks, yeah. Meg Ryan uh, and just a bunch of different Michelle guys. Williams and Busy Phillips. <laughs> Adorable. That's uh, a good one. I like yes, that one a lot. They are very topical right now. Um, mm-hmm. Now that Busy Phillips has this TV show, which I have to say I've seen some clips. Delightful. Huh. Delightful. Um, very, very chill. Uh, but yeah, so I, I think that, that w- that's kind of what my hope is. Mm-hmm. I hope that there is continuity despite not having a host. We'll see what and, they do. Yeah, I'm. I yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do. Yeah, yeah. But I, uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll see what kind of continuity we end up with, guys. We'll see how accurate our predictions are. We'll see if the academy continues to reward lifetime achievement in every category, or if they're going to take some risks. Um, and at the end of this, will Alfonso Coran be seduced? post Roma now that he's been given the money and the cachet by Netflix to make whatever the hell he wanted can he be seduced into making a superhero movie because between this and gravity he understands space and he understands family if I could have an Alfonso Cuaron directed Fantastic Four film I would be a very happy boy oh yeah I mean he directed my favorite Harry Potter Azkaban uh huh I loved what he I love what he did to that. He's a great director. He's really good. He took that in the direction. He established the tone that that franchise needed. Like a very divisive film for a lot of people, though. And I loved it. But softening the Chris Columbus warm tones into a darker, like, and it was the perfect book to do it. It was really when. Because it's a much darker film. It's a darker book. It's a darker film. And it it makes the turn perfectly. Alfonso Cuaron is a wonderful director. He deserves to win. And I want him to direct my Fantastic Four movie. So Kevin Feige, pick up the phone before he wins and his price goes up again. A Secret Weapon Production.